This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. All right, my air pressure is going to win fast. It went way up. As we started, we'll work on it. I know, I know. I'm just giving you information. Hey, everybody. It's Junior Post Phoenix. Uh, had a good race. Obviously, uh, had a fast car. And um, I knew we'd race pretty good. You just never know how, exactly how good, but I felt we would race pretty good. And we um, didn't qualify very well, but ended up um, working on the car Saturday and getting a lot of good speed out of the car in practice. And um, obviously when the race started, you know, we passed a lot of cars and drove up there. I think we ended up getting into the top five there before the first caution. Um, I was a little bit tight in the middle of the corner. I was pretty loose in and off, but the looseness was helping me a lot. The loose, yeah, that that's all right. That's fine. But so we were a little bit tight in the middle, uh, but we were really loose in and off. So I wanted to make some adjustments to uh, fix that tight in the middle, but I was worried that we'd get too loose in the corner and off the corner, but I could move the track bar to try to help myself work on that a little bit. I um, uh, forgot, you know, we turned the switches off under caution. There's a brake switch that we turn off and any kind of bead blowers that we might have and stuff like that, brake, brake blowers. It's just trying to cool the brakes. So we turn those off under caution because they draw a lot of amps off of the alternator. And I need to cycle the motor to keep the water temp down too because we got to run as, you know, high as, I don't know why we run so much water temp, but we have to get good power. Anyhow, so under caution, we turn off these switches. We cycle the engine to get the water temp down because going to pit road and coming off pit road, that really raises the water temperature because there's no air going through the grill. So that's something we do every pit stop, every caution. And one, and one particular caution, I forgot to turn the fans back on when we went to racing, and it smoked the front brakes. So midway through the race, I lost some track position or just wasn't moving forward. I was running behind Chase for the longest time. I'd run, I wore out the front brakes, so I didn't have a brake pedal, and I couldn't go into the corner. I had all rear brakes. So that cost us a lot of uh, track position because I couldn't really drive the car like I wanted to or move forward um, and that's just a mistake on my part not to move the switches back on or turn the switches back on after a caution you just forget sometimes so we turned the switches back on and you saw the car um, I had brakes again and I could drive the car like I needed to and cool the front brakes down we also pulled some tape on the front end that would allow the brakes to get some more in temperature and I think that helped a lot get some get, keep the front brakes on it so i could drive the car really hard because i love i like driving really deep into the corner deeper than the other guys around me that's just the way my car wanted to be drove so we weren't able to really get off the corner great so i was making up all my time into the middle uh so you saw us kind of start to regain some of that track position at the end of the race we were just the same as kevin so I don't know if I could have caught him. I don't think I could have caught him and passed him. We had some great pit stops. We had an amazing car. That was our first race with Exalta, so really appreciate um, them being on board and giving them a good run and building that relationship. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's about it. On at the end of the race, 
we wanted to stay out and there's no right or wrong choice there you know you can come and get tires but the guys behind you may stay out and it just depends on where you line up and you you aren't guaranteed uh, the the correct line you know the lane i could have gotten tires and been on the inside line and lost a couple positions you know i think there's some guys back there that did start on the inside even with tires and lost a few spots the outside was the preferred line the four was going to restart there so if i was the first car on tires i'd have been on the inside of the front row i probably wouldn't have had a good shot at beating the four there and you saw the 19 he was the first guy on new tires start on the outside of the fourth row he didn't win the race so there's no right or wrong call and I, I kind of like the idea of staying out in that particular situation. I like I, I like the idea of staying out better. Um, I'd rather I'd rather stay out in that particular situation. So we um, we could come down pit road and we could have a bad stop that could lose us a few spots. We could have, we could speed. You know, anyone any number of things could happen that could that could take us out of a top five finish and uh we start we restart on the front row if i have a good restart or, or the four has a bad one maybe we uh you know there's a different result at the end of the race and a better finish for us but all the guys on tires jumped on the outside of us and and that was a difficult situation to be in on old tires bottled on the bottom of the track but we did okay and finished fifth i'll take it doesn't really matter really where you finish if you don't win the race uh we ran great and we're happy about our speed in the car so we got great speed and uh, we'll go to the next one. I'm looking forward to Fontana. It's a slick racetrack. It's wore out. I'm thinking that this aero package that we're going to run or have been running all year is going to be a lot of fun there. It's been fun as hell at the first three real racetracks we've been to. I mean, even Daytona it was pretty pretty wild, but that's not exactly the same package. So it's been a good it's been a good fun year as a driver, and our cars are good. So I'm happy about that too. Guys did an awesome job. Enjoy the download. You guys take it easy. I'll talk to you later. That's our buddy, Dale Earnhardt Jr. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. paint scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode, General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. With last name Davis and first name Davis, I am first name Taylor. Last name Zarzer. Yes, and this is the podcast. Now, you might notice it sounds a bit different. <laughs> and it typically does. And that's because uh, Mike and, and Davis, those are two different people, are in uh, <laughs> Texas this week. And they are at some, uh, some seminar to learn how to be even better podcasters than they already are. And I, we do. Mike, we want everybody. We have such a unbelievable family of people that listen to this thing each and every week. We want your honest reaction to this like taylor mike davis don't ever do this again or yeah that's cool it sounded fine keep going doing it the way you're doing it it obviously uh we're using skype this week and we have a little different procedure we're not in the dirty mo studios we're doing it a little different but this does give us the ability to travel a little bit so yeah so i mean that taylor if they choose for us not to ever do this again they must know that means that there just won't be a podcast that week because <laughs> Right now, Davis and I are in Austin. Um, we're loving it. We do have a plane to catch. I don't know. I'm going to pl plan on being on the plane. I can't speak for Davis here. But, uh, yeah, so 
you got to know what you're picking here. We, this is our way of being able to do a podcast and meet our expectation of having a Dale Jr. download every Monday after every race. And uh, so, yeah. So, so, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to push you or nudge you to say, this is okay, fans. This oh, is okay. I love it. Yeah. I, this is great for me. No, not you. I'm saying to the listener, you need to be okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, tell us what you think. But if your answer is I don't like it, well, then forget you. Yeah, get out of here. Mike, you remember in the uh, Can-Am duels or whatever they call this deal now, at the beginning of 2015, when Dale Jr. drove an, uh, something that looked like a rocket ship from the back to the front and won that first duel. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that well. Phoenix felt like that. The first 50 laps or so felt like that. Like, yeah. there is nothing in maybe all of sports that I enjoy more than watching Dale, Jeremiah, Ralph, Dale, Earnhardt Jr. He just drive to the front <laughs> of the field from near the back and do it in that quick of time. I mean, seriously, is there anything you enjoy more than watching him pick off every great driver, a bunch of Hall of Famers, and freight train a field like he did on Sunday? Didn't he start? 26. 26, yeah. So that's what I remember. He started 26th. Um, the thing that made that the most enjoyable was how everyone, including myself, admittedly, was losing their minds on Friday. Yes. And the world was over. There was no, you know, don't even race. You qualified 26. And listen, I'm including myself. I'll repeat it. I'm including myself in that. We were here in Austin. We're checking in on qualifying. I look at Davis. I look at my friends around me. We're like, oh, this is going to suck. And yet he was leading the race, Taylor, in like 57 laps. Yes. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, he was up there at the front so quickly, and clearly it speaks to how great practice was on Saturday. But I'm with you, man. I was real frustrated on Friday. I'm like, this is, I've had it. And you still have to fix this. I mean, qualifying is a major problem. Let's just be honest about it. I mean, we've got to have a better qualifying package. You, everybody would admit that, right? I mean, sure. they know that, they know that's an issue that must, that needs to be fixed. You can't expect to have such an incredible, rocket ship like they had in the race on Sunday and come from the back. Uh, there's just too many problems associated with qualifying like that. So we'll freely admit that. What concerned me even more, though, Mike, was the way practice went on Friday. And I thought, man, this is going to be a bad deal on Sunday. But good gracious, uh, all the credit in the world needs to go to Greg Ives and that team for whatever they were doing Friday night. I'm sure they didn't sleep much. But that was a tremendous practice effort on Saturday, and it certainly carried over on Sunday. Yeah, did you see how bummed out Dale Jr. was on Friday? Yeah. I mean, he, he was uh, he was really beating himself up, and they, they were upset, and so uh, that came through. But, yeah, great response yet again. It's a couple weeks in a row we've seen this out of this team, you know. Um, obviously, they recognize the, uh, the need to unload a lot better and qualify a lot better, um, but they certainly are racing well. Yeah, they are, and it's interesting what he said about uh, the looseness that he had, and he forgot to turn the fans back on throughout <laughs> the brake pads. Because uh, I was wondering, you know, certainly clean air versus dirty air um, is a major difference, but this guy was leaving the field before that caution flew. I mean, if you saw up on the screen on Fox, it would be like two seconds, 2.2 .2 seconds, 
2.25 seconds, <laughs> 2.5 seconds. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has left Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, like, it was ridiculous what he was doing in those 50, first 70-some-odd laps of the race. But then when they came back out, you could tell the car wasn't nearly as competitive, and you were thinking, what's going on here? Is it just dirty right. air? It was obvious, though. He forgot to turn the fans back on. He wore out the brakes, and he certainly took responsibility for that. But once they turned the fans back on, that car was just as good again. Well, score one for all of us guys that have gone on vacation and you're about halfway down the highway and you realize you forgot your wallet. That's <laughs> happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people. And you know what? It's like it happened. That was the equivalent for Dale uh, on Sunday. He uh, forgot to put the fans on and it uh, dang near cooked the brakes. But um, I think we're very lucky that it didn't. I mean, uh, the fact that we just dropped back and fell back, uh, there were a lot of other guys that actually had uh, some mechanical problems that I think started with the brakes. Um, so we got lucky on that. But, yeah, it, now that we know that we, we came out okay, it is a little funny, is it not? It is pretty funny. But I have to ask First Name Davis a question here. What's up? Did, did Mike Davis just compare him leaving his wallet at home to Dale Earnhardt Jr.? not turning the fans on in a NASCAR race? He did, but he also compares a lot of things in his life to things that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's, listen, you know how Forrest Gump says, Mama always has a way of explaining things so I can understand them? That's, yeah. <laughs> this is how I equate everything in my life. In fact, when I, I, I use the wallet analogy, I have a much bigger example when I was going to the SEC championship game and I drove all the way to Atlanta and slept that night and then woke up the next day realizing that my tickets are still on my desk at home in, in uh, Kannapolis, North Carolina. Oh, uh, no, that's not good. Isn't that the same as uh, forgetting to turn your brake fans on? Uh, I mean, if you want it. <laughs> uh, I appreciate I enjoy your comparisons. So, um, man, you know, I know a lot of people, I'm sure we're going to hear about this in Reaction Theater, are going to get fired up, Mike, about the end and, and not pitting while everyone but Harvick and Junior did. I think, first of all, I'd be interested to hear what Greg said, but I think, first of all, I don't know that they expected every single driver behind them to pit, first of all. Secondly, I think they were going to do whatever Harvick did. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's a, that's a huge factor. But, listen, I, I think we're going to try to be as honest as we can on this. Qualifying stinks right now. We've got to improve it. We're willing to tell the truth. I'm not going to get on anybody for that. I, I thought it was – I agree with Dale Jr. and what he said. I, I, at the time, thought it was the right move to stay on the track. Again, I didn't know every guy behind him was going to pit. But even still, I, like Jr. said, you know, what if you come in and something goes wrong and you lose two spots? Well, then you're just as screwed in that situation as you would be, you know, uh, staying out. So I think there was risk involved either way. And I think ultimately they made the right choice. It's a shame the caution flew because while Junior thinks he doesn't, he, he sort of, I don't know, um, was pessimistic about catching Kevin, he was coming. I mean, he could have gotten close to him, and you could see how much closer, and you could see minus two seconds, minus 1.75, minus one and a half. Junior had the best car on the track there those last 10 laps before the caution flew. Yeah, but we needed the caution to have a chance to win. He would have run out of time. 
he was faster. He was coming, but he was not going to be able to catch him in time. So what, what, the caution came out. How many laps left? I mean, it went into overtime. Like so seven laps, I think, maybe. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, he wouldn't have had enough time to catch Harvick. Um, so it was a caution that we needed. The only thing I disliked about it was just the situation itself, which I know that's very cliche and that, you know, that's not really stepping out on a limb, but, um, I, I disliked the situation of having to make that decision because it is really just, it almost feels like damned if you do, damned if you don't. The only other thing I will say about that decision was I wonder if this, the fact that they knew that Harvick would restart on the outside, therefore putting Dale on the inside would have made them wish they had come down more because if you know you're going to restart on the inside and that's the less preferred lane, then maybe you come ho- come in and get tires. And if, if you start on the inside again, okay, that's so big. It's the chance you take, but at least you got two tires now and maybe you actually restart on the outside. I mean, it worked out for those guys that start Carl Edwards, you know, shot out of a cannon um, and so I don't know. I mean, that, there's a lot of variables that go into it on making that decision. You got to go and you got what, like seven or eight seconds to make it. So, um, I just know that us restarting on the inside with or without tires was going to be a problem. And that's where we were. Yeah. I, just one last thing. I, I know we only had seven, eight laps left, but there were a lot of, there was a lot of traffic in front of Harvick, which is the one thing I would have liked to have seen play out because, he had to pass a lot of cars in, in front of him. But, uh, look, ultimately it was a great day. Junior's right. Uh, if you don't finish first, you know, do you really care if you finish second or fifth? This is a championship-level team. They're certainly proving that each week. Uh, there are things that need to be fixed, especially in qualifying all weekend. But in terms of race competition, this team has proven so far that they are a championship-level team. you got to get a win. You want to win. There's no question. And hopefully that happens here sooner rather than later. How about that finish, man? You know, we talked a few weeks ago about Truex and whether or not he should have put should have put him in the fence there at the end. I, Carl Edwards did everything he could, <laughs> everything he could to try to win that race, and he was beating and banging on Kevin Harvick. That was a hell of a finish. It was. I looked at first name here, and I said, Carl Flat turned right. I mean, like, he turned right into Harvick. He didn't turn – he didn't just lean on him a little bit. He turned right. And uh, good, good driving by both those guys to keep it clean. I tell you what, it was an exciting finish. Yeah, it, it really was. So um, there you go, fifth place finish in Phoenix, and we'll go on to California next week. Um, West Coast swing so far has been pretty good. Be great to see a win there in Fontana. All right, it's time for radio chatter replay presented by Nationwide. Hey, Junior Nation members. Did you know that you can get a special discount when you switch to Nationwide? Call 855-346-9130 or visit nationwide.com forward slash junior nation. For more information, Nationwide is on your side. Hey guys, a lot of hard work went into uh, getting to where we are right now. Thursday afternoon in the parking lot. Friday night, you know, you guys kept on digging, worked hard for me. Appreciate that. Nice having uh, Charlie and Mike here, representing Exalta and, and their brand. Let's have a nice race today. Nice and solid, 312 laps. Be patient, be aggressive, get us everything you can. Thanks for everything, Dale. See you after. Still out there, still looking up there. Buffer, buffer, buffer. There you go. Awesome. Five sales. 
Do have a lap car up here in front of you. That white car up there. No pressure. Clear low, clear low. Good save there. I didn't know he was going to go high there behind him. I thought he was going to go ahead and pass. They're right, my air pressure went to the left side. It went way up. Just no roll of the centers anymore. 10-4. Same as we started. We'll work on it. I know, I know. I'm just giving you information. I'm not telling you. I don't just tell you information. Maybe with all the rotor temp. Under pace, I'm built number pound, two pounds. At the start of the race, we took off really, really good. Needed the track bar down an inch and a half. This run, I had to start the track bar up an inch. It's just, and now I got to bring it back down after a few laps. Oh, hard to tell. We go on the inside too. It's been weird. I uh, lost a lot of front brakes on that last run, and that was a big problem in the corner. They're better now. Not as loose now. Step four, good info. We'll look at taking a little more left clear wedge out. Uh, well, I mean, I was talking about the brakes. Yeah, step four. I just... No, sure, I lost a little wedge out. <laughs> I have full rear brakes, so I don't blow the right front. I got no pedal, really. Run it to the front, it's no pedal. Come on, we'll just put it back to neutral. No, I, I don't have a pedal. I just cook the front when I go to neutral. I gotta run it to the back, so I have brakes. Is that like, you understand what I'm saying? Come on. It's just the right rear gets hot, too. Alright. Well, we're gonna have to make a big adjustment on the brake temp. Turn your front and rear fans off, get your brake fans on. On brake fans. Alright. I like the balance there. I forgot to have my fans on that run, so that's, uh, that's a big problem. Four. Sorry about that. Hey, I'm in here with the switches. My fault. Sorry, I walked on you, but did you have your brake fans on? No fans were running. After that, we got one of the walls reinforced to five. He's up high. I'm a mixed bag here. Some guys stay out. We got uh, four to go. Do whatever you want to do. I don't really care what we do. Stay out of get two. Stay out. Stay out. Ready. Great, great, great. White flag. Tracker flag. Sorry, I couldn't do much better. That was tough to do on the bottom. That's for buddy. We tried something and, you know, it cost us three spots, but way to fight all day. Now, it don't cost us any spots if we get the outside. I think I could have held on to second, just pinching them down, but I'm, it was a good call. I was fine with it. Hell of a race car. It's time now for Reaction Theater. Mike, first name, and I aren't even going to interrupt you this week. We're going to let them play. Just know, every single week, we want you to bring the noise. If you have creative songs, creative things to say, chances are first name Davis is going to put you in. Here we go. Damn good race today. Dale looked like Bruce Wayne, I mean, John Wayne out there, really laying them down. No riddle here, though. Gotta keep the bat fans on to keep the handling of the car together, Junior. I'll see you in California. Or will you? Hell, on Friday, you would have thought the sky was falling. Hell, I had to talk to some uh, sloppy yellow fellows off the damn ledge. They were ready to jump Friday night. I never would have thought, though, that on the, at first run, we'd have just flew up the damn track like everybody else was missing a gear or something. That was pretty awesome to see. But the worst thing, the absolute worst thing that I've come to realize is everybody knows I got a, a man crush on Clint is my boyer. Ever since that son got poison ivy the arm, he can't put his thumb up his ass. I feel bad he's wrecking cars, he's wrecking motorcycles. Damn, get some help, son. 
Mike Davis still sucks. Well, yeah, they're a top five, and we move up in the standings again. How the hell are the ratings dropping when you've had some great racing all season long? You want to explain that to me? Because I'm, I'm confused. But Dale Jr. and the 88 guys, they rule. They did a hell of a job. I'm digging up this is my first time ever calling into the field download. Most junior fans are probably going to be ticked off because Greg Ives didn't make a call and come in for tires. I ain't mad at Greg Ives. He's doing a hell of a job. And all I got to say is, all you naysayers out there that are going to be calling into this show this week and complaining about we should have fitted for tires and shows that tires work because look what happened with Carl Edwards. That's Hey, Dale Jr., this is Don Mackchild, Ranks of South Carolina. I was going to tell you, man, uh, you turned him up this year. I believe you're going to be the champion in 2016, buddy. Have a good one. Give me a call. Listen, you hear that? That's me not giving a shit whether we pit or whether we not. But actually, what that was, that was me cracking a seal of orange creamsicle moonshine. We're going to celebrate tonight. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, last year, um, I would really worry about our starting position and, and kind of determine that's how our race was going to be, depending on where we were starting. But I feel like this year, we haven't been qualifying very good, but our freaking adjustments during the race and how we are um, going into Saturday practices and really focusing on race setup and everything, I feel like no matter where we start, no matter what track we're at, Dell Jr. and Greg Eyes and the 88 team can work on the car and make it a contender at the end of the race. I love the call. I was hoping that we would go no tires, stay out, everything like that. In fact, that's what won the race. Um, it'll be ours next time. Hell yeah. Leading some laps and a top five run after how garbage that car was Friday and Saturday. Dale, yeah. Hashtag David sucks. And Taylor does too. Paybacks and Keselowski. That's what happens whenever you drop the American flag. You pop a tire during the race. Good day for the 88 and the 24 team. Dale, yeah. Say something, baby! There you go. Yay! <laughs> that was an awesome race. I took my kids to their very first race. We just got back in the car. Great job, Junior, even though you got the fit. And uh, my son's got a couple words for you guys. Hey, guys, this is Nick, first-time caller, long-time listener. Been thinking lately, Junior's Batman, Jimmy Johnson's Superman. Who is our Lex Luthor? And for that matter, who is Wonder Woman? You would think Danica Patrick, but Joey Logano is pretty close behind, I would say. Curious get your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, that's coming from a big old Dale Jr. fan. Hello, first name Davis. He needs to man up and somehow get that voice forward. I think his balls are still up in his throat. Hell yeah. So there you have it. Reaction Theater, uninterrupted this week, mainly because we're on the road. 855 855- 740-1902 is the message. You can call toll-free like it's 1983. 1-855-740-1902. 24-7-365. It is open, and you can leave us your message each week. Mike Davis, I would like you to throw the white flag. White flag right there. White flag. All right. White flag. Listen, I want to start this white flag off uh, congratulating our friends at Whiskey River. Uh, named the best airport bar in America. Fan polling through a uh, fan polling through Airport Restaurant News Magazine and USA Today's 10best.com chose Dell Jr.'s Whiskey River location at Charlotte Douglas International Airport, the number one bar 
It was announced last week at the ARN convention in Dallas. And Davis and I both had lunch there on Thursday, and we're yep. going to be back there this afternoon. I don't know. We want to swing in for another little quick lunch there? I would love to. I had a great time. Taylor, it was packed. I spend a tremendous amount of time in the Charlotte Douglas International Airport, and let me tell you, that's one of the coolest bars. It like is. People are going to say, oh, it's rigged, Dale Jr. Mm-mm. You know, it's a, Let me tell you, that place is awesome. And I like, I like all the Whiskey River locations, the one inside the track, the one in the epicenter. But I got to be honest with you, man, that one is really, really special. And uh, I love going in there, especially if I have a flight leaving uh, Terminal E. That's right. Um, you and, put- I, and I like going in there. Let me tell you, I'll, you know what I always get there? What's the that? Bacon-wrapped jalapenos and a cold beer. All right. All right. Like good. That? Now that let's, let's – uh, We had some members. cold beers the other week. Yeah, we had some cold beers. Yeah. This week, uh, Whiskey River sponsoring White Flag. Well, no, and, but listen, uh, to your point, though, Taylor – you know, it's not called Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s Whiskey River. I mean, it's Whiskey River. It stands on its own, and so they deserve this. I mean, they, they you know, this place was packed last Thursday when we were there, and the service was just as good as if we were the only ones in the entire uh, restaurant. And so um, congratulations to them. Congratulations to J.R. Rhodes. Our friend J.R. spends a, 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 an, an immense amount of time on that. And uh, that's well-deserved. All right, moving on here. Dale Jr.'s Treehouse was featured on Animal Planet's hit show Treehouse Masters this past week. If you missed it, that's okay. You can go to animalplanet.com and then click over to Treehouse Masters and watch the episode. And uh, I know a lot of people ask us about the Treehouse, and this is sort of a – your peek inside this uh, this new redneck haven that Junior has created. (laughs) It's it's awesome. Uh, i got to get up there and see it. Can I just ask you very quickly – you know, um, these questions for um, – or these advertisements for um, men's performance in, in private places um, are out of control now, as I'm sure both of you would agree. What is the deal with that woman that's like in her late 40s that's walking out of a treehouse? Have you seen that one? No, I haven't, and I was wondering what in the hell this had I to do with treehouses. First name, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're the. <laughs> this is perfect, though. <laughs> the Taylor is the only one that knows like about. A, listen, it's like Cialis or Viagra or something. Okay. There's some woman with a flower in her hair, and she's in her late 40s, and she's in a treehouse. And I'm like, is that supposed to fire me up? Like, is that, is that supposed to be a turn on deal? Is it Dale's treehouse? Yeah, you start talking about Dale Jr.'s Treehouse, and it made me think of this ridiculous commercial that's running right now during like, a <laughs> sporting event, and it's some woman that's in a treehouse talking about how I need to go to the doctor. And I'm like, I don't understand. Look, I don't understand any of those things. Like, they have bathtubs out in the woods and stuff, but the treehouse thing makes no sense to me. I just want to throw that in there. All right, all I've taken from this is that we might need to beef up the security at Dirty Mo Acres to make sure there's not a 40-year-old woman coming out of yeah. Dale's Treehouse. All right, there I got. <laughs> See, and you get on to me because I equate uh, break fans to forgetting the wallet. You're just as big a redneck as any of us here, buddy. Yeah. And he's and he's got his Dale Yes shirt on. Good for you. All right, here we go. Where are we at here? This Thursday, Dale Jr. will participate in a press junket in Los Angeles to promote the Batman versus Superman program. Uh, as you know, Dale Jr.'s number eighty-eight nationwide Chevrolet will actually carry Batman on it. It's a cool car. Have you seen it? I have not. Go to DaleJr.com right now. Before, 
but um, yeah, this no, this one's different. So uh, and it's on DellJr.com right now because Davis Williams put it on there. So uh, it's really cool. It's sort of it's like metallic silvery, right? Is that a good yeah, way to put it? It's yeah, it's cool. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's cool though. I think I do. You pretty know what? Good. I got to tell you, man, I like the Exalta car. It was you. You talked about it and how loud it was going to be. I thought it was really cool. You couldn't miss it. You know why you couldn't miss it? Because it was up front a lot, um, and, and it was colorful. All right, where are we at here? Let's see. Uh, racing this weekend will be at Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. Junior Motorsports 2016 Tour Stop for the Xfinity Series will feature Elliot Sadler, Justin Algar, and Kevin Harvick. Harvick is the defending race winner, yep. I believe. Uh, yeah, so that race Saturday afternoon will be on Fox Sports 1. Harvick, uh, I don't know. I think he might win this one. You want to predict? Yeah. I, I might, yeah. yeah he's in the armor car. Uh, on Sunday, the Sprint Cup Series Auto Club 400 will be carried live on Fox and Motor Racing Network. Junior, again, is going to be the Batman car. I think I for, forgot to mention that the uh, Xfinity race will be on Fox Sports 1. The Cup race will be on Fox. Can I just say real quick, I know we've given him a couple of shout-outs so far this season. I'm just telling you, Jeff Gordon is the man. Like, he is, he was born to be an analyst on these races. Um, I, and I know a lot of people in Junior Nation agree you can tell he is very, very impressed with the 88 so far this year. But, um, man, now that we've got Steve Letart and Jeff Gordon as analysts, I yeah. think that's huge for the sport. I want to end uh, this week's white flag just um, saying this. Some of you went to iTunes like we asked, and you rated and reviewed this podcast, and we appreciate that. But not enough of you did. Because door bumper clear still had us beat a little bit, and this can't happen. I cannot live in a world where TJ Majors has a leg up on us. Uh, so listen, come on, guys, don't make me pull this car over. Let's uh, go go to iTunes, rate and review us. All positive, of course, right, Taylor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I like this. I, I like how you're trying to intimidate everybody. Right. You must enjoy the podcast when we do it this way. Right. And you must rate it five stars every single week uh, here on the Dale Jr. Download so that Door Bumper Clear does not get more love than us. The Buffalo Bills have not made the playoffs in the 21st century. Why should any of their fans enjoy any kind of success either? They shouldn't. And and, and if you need me to write the review for you, email me. I will email you back what you would need to write. (laughs) You will, each and every one of them too. That's right. I'd be happy to. So that's it for this week's White Flag. Um, Taylor, you're looking good. I've, I've enjoyed this podcast because I get to look at Taylor. He's wearing these glasses. He's got his Dell Yes shirt on. This is kind of cool. And I'm in some stranger's home right now. Um, I like this. I want to do this again. I got, my bracket, I got my bracket out here. I'm ready to roll. I just finished a, a college basketball show uh, this morning. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty fired up. We should, keep, we should keep doing this. We should also tell you that you need to be happy. With the all-new Smythe <laughs> Junior Paint Scheme sunglasses, it's called Delivery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode, General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. This is, without question, the most creative way we have ever done the Dale Jr. download. First Name Davis is completely responsible for that. Uh, really. Well done, my friend. <laughs> And uh, we look forward to many additions to come of it. Thank you to Dale Earnhardt Jr., to first name Davis, last name Williams, first name Mike, last name Davis. <laughs> I'm Taylor Sarser. This has been the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio.
Hey, Junior Nation. Thank you for listening to the Dell Junior Download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dell Junior Paint Scheme Sunglasses. It's called Delivery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mo, General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com.